On today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast, sticks and stones may break your bones and words will always hurt NHL officiating. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 52 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw joining you today. Chase, how's it feel to be back in the studio? It's it's good, not going to lie. I really do not like recording in my room at all. But at the same time, I just am quite uncomfortable, but I'm also uncomfortable kind of no matter where I go. So I guess it is what it is. But it's good to be here. I got... A brand new set of headphones. Spent a pretty penny on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not going to fall apart now, though. If they do, I'm going to be pissed. And Audio Technica is going to be getting a very strongly worded email from me. But these are working great so far. I sound awesome. Uh, You sound, you know, okay. (laughs) Right. Kind of all you Mm -hmm. you sound. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling good, though. How are you? Uh, I'm doing as well as I can be. I got pretty petty at work today. But, you know, when when management is not being very nice then you gotta you gotta get petty that's all oh, that's fair that's definitely fair so uh other than that i'm doing really well was watching a little bit of moon Knight before he came in uh by the way if you haven't seen moon Knight already i would highly recommend it it is on disney plus it's a marvel tv show easily the best marvel tv show i've seen thus far uh didn't finish episode two but really digging it it's just kind of like a egyptian batman yeah, it's pretty cool. You're not a big uh, superhero guy, but Batman is the like one. Batman, yeah. yeah, I do like Batman. So this is definitely one to to give a, a peek at if you're on the fence about uh, superheroes because this could be a really fun one for you. But today on the ep- on the 52nd episode of the Bulls broadcast, we're going to be talking about Pat Maroon. Uh, he's not very happy with uh, where the game is going right now. We're also going to be talking about prospects and kind of their comparisons, and we'll see what Chase's opinion is on that. Uh, we're going to do a game review preview, and then after the commercial break, I'm going to be talking about news around the league. But let's start off with Pat Maroon. Not very happy with where the game's going right now because apparently you can't even speak words. Yeah, so if you were watching that dreadful Toronto-Tampa Bay game, you saw that Patty Maroon, Wayne Simmons, you know, got into a spirited uh, war of words with each other. And both suffer a 10-minute misconduct because of it. And Patty Maroon is quoted saying, the game is going the wrong way. I guess you can't chirp each other on the bench now. I guess that is illegal. I guess it is better to watch 1980s hockey when guys are chirping each other, but I don't know why they did that. It, I, you know, I, I, I get where he's coming from, like 100%. It's, if really we're getting penalties for, for talking shit to the other players, like, like, come on. Like, the game, we're all about getting it safer, but this isn't making it safer. If, if you're playing in the NHL, you got to be able to handle someone saying, oh, you suck, dude. You're terrible. If you, if you mm-hmm. can't handle that, then you don't, you don't deserve to handle the pressure of professional sports. Yeah, and I think one of the best clips of all time in NHL history, at least from a fan's perspective, is the Matt Martin, Drew Miller. Oh, yeah. Uh, where they're talking about being in the minors longer, who it was, whatever. Matt Martin just goes, hey, go dye your hair. Yes. So, it's great. It's, it's awesome. There's some hilarious chirps out there. And I think that chirping in the game just adds that uh, bit of personality in the NHL. It adds fire. 
Yeah, and the NHL not really known for their personalities. Nope, they're not known for personality, they're not known for fire, they're not known for anything exciting other than skill goals that get commentators and old coaches to yell at them for saying, oh, this is too skilled, you deserve to be punched in the face. Exactly. So to bring a little bit of extra oomph into the game, I love to see it. Uh, obviously, there has been controversial chirps that rightfully so get knocked down, but when it comes to just telling another player he's trash, like, there's no reason to be uh, rewarding penalties for that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, let's go to a game review preview. We're going to go really quick past that game we just mentioned with Toronto. And this was a game that we really wanted to win because this was for second place in the division. Didn't happen. Six to two loss. Didn't love it, but, you know, we can make it quick. I felt good about it, too. I was uh, going this game. I feel really good about this one. I think we got a good chance of winning. <laughs> Didn't happen. Played terrible. Uh, it, it really wasn't a close hockey game by any means. And to make matters worse, Toronto went, took a lead against Florida, then absolutely melted, collapsed, and Florida came back with a big win last night to get two points in overtime. So, mm-hmm. you know, just, just pile that on top of the horrible game we had. It made for a bad two-day swing. Yeah, and Matthews had a hat trick, so you don't love to see that. Matthews had a hattie. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh yeah, true. I was, I'm, I was, I was like, I'm scrolling through. I'm looking at Riz. I'm looking at the Florida game. <laughs> You're like, I don't see Matt. Yeah, like, what are you hat-trick? talking about? Like, uh, yeah, um, yes, yeah. He, he did, he did indeed have a hattie. I don't, I don't know why. Did he have any goals in, against Florida? No, I didn't see any. That's, okay. I was, I was, that's why I was, I was really rattled, kind of sitting here for a second. So he's sitting at 54 still, which is yes, which is phenomenal. He scored coming into that game. He had 71 goals in his last 82 games. That's all right. It's okay. Not, it's not bad. Not gonna lie. And, you know, we're, I have it listed in the second half. I'm going to throw it out there now since we're talking about this game. Anyway, Jonathan Huberto breaks the 100-point mark. I believe it's the first time in Florida Panthers history. That just helps them take another step to winning the Hart Trophy. Like, if they make playoffs, and which they're going to, and have a high seed, it's kind of because this guy emerged this year. He, he took a huge step, and he, you know, sets the record in a single season for assists by left wing. He's been playing incredibly. Uh, he, he really is a true X factor in the league. And right now, it's between... Really, two names at this, at this point, in my opinion. It's between Huberto and Matthews. Uh, Shesterkin's kind of fallen out of that race a little bit. He's had a couple down games. But it's between those two guys, and that game for Huberto definitely propelled him in the mind of some voters. Yeah. It's it's a good race. I'm excited because just a little while ago, we were talking about Shesterkin and McDavid and Dreisaitl, and now we got these two studs obviously playing at their top performance. And who knows? Maybe down the stretch, these last 10 games, someone else goes off. Maybe a Kyle Connor, maybe a Chris Kreider. Maybe he gets up to 60 goals or something, That'd be nice. which would be insane. But And, and I do got to say, like, I see people online complaining, well, why, why doesn't why doesn't Connor McDavid ever get mentioned for the heart? He's, you know, leading league in scoring, which is fair. Like, he should. But it just, it, people are going to make the argument he's, you know, he's got Leandro Isaito, who's a top five player in the, in the world with him. It's just kind of why that counter argument happens. And Edmonton's still a middling team, essentially. Like, they're going to be a playoff team, but. They're not like a good playoff team. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I understand those arguments from people, but really without Austin Matthews, the Toronto Maple Leafs are not a playoff team. Like they're just like, they have a talented roster, but I'm telling you without like the almost 60 goals he has, they they're either at the very edge of playoffs or not in the playoffs. And they're a completely different hockey team. And then without Jonathan Huberto, the Florida Panthers, same type of thing. They are a completely different hockey team. Absolutely. Uh, for Tampa, we have a game tonight on Wednesday, seven 30. Obviously we don't know the result of that. You will. We're winning. Oh, okay. There we go. There, yes. There's your result. That's all you need to know. Um, you'll know the result as this episode comes out. Chase, we got two games to preview Friday night at 7 in Amelie Arena. We are going to be facing 
the Boston Bruins. What do we expect out of the Bruins who have looked a little bit better than they did when the season first started? Yeah, they look they look good right now, dude. It's it's gonna be a hard game. Uh right now, season series two to one. I think Boston comes out on top of season series three to one. Um I, I think it's gonna be a competitive game, but I do think Boston's gonna get the edge on us, honestly. Uh, they've just been playing too well. They just lost to Detroit last night, in case anyone didn't see that. So they're going to have a little more fire than the next few games, which means, you know, we're, we're kind of on their warpath. I think it was kind of funny. You were like, they've been doing really well right now and then lost to Detroit. Yes. <laughs> I, I saw a stat on Twitter. I, I believe it's the uh, Bruins are 36-2 and two against non-playoff teams this year. Both losses to the Red Wings. Oh, well, hey, the Red Wings got some that? fight in them. That's for sure. They did in the month of March. Okay, but generally, they've got some yeah. fighting them. Look, he, I'm a little bit scared. We talked about it last episode. Should there be any worry? The Toronto game didn't go as planned. If the Caps game doesn't go as planned, and then we go up against Boston, too, like... It's a little, a little spooky. I, I'm not spooked for the regular season because we're already locked. Yeah. You know, but... It's still a little spooky. Yeah, it's nerve-wracking. Of, of, of signs of things to come. It's very nerve-wracking. But I, again... It is going to pay off being as experienced of a playoff team as we are uh, yeah. going in. So I don't want to ha- hang too much stock on this, honestly. And as of right now, if playoffs started today, we'd be first in Toronto, which could be a cool little series. And yeah, I don't know if, if you know this. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But Toronto, not a great history in the playoffs. Yeah, especially the first round. Yeah. So... That could work out. All we do is put on Boston Bruins jerseys, and they're going to blow a three-one oh, They'll be they'll be shaking if we put on any Bruins jerseys. That that one season was hilarious. A three-one series lead, they blow it going into Game Seven. They have a three-one lead in yeah. Game Seven as well, and blow that. Like, uh-huh. how do you blow two separate three-one leads in the same series? Yeah, my dad's a <laughs> Bruins fan. He was on the way home from work that night, and I was texting him about it, and he's like. Just freaking out as I'm texting him. It was a great time. But uh, let's talk about the last game we got to cover. That is April 10th again in Tampa. We're hosting the Buffalo Sabres. Win. This should be a win. This is one where we definitely should be able to take it. Buffalo has shown some signs of improvement. They've looked better over the last little bit. Um, But still, it's just not a team that compares. They are playing pretty well. And if you don't remember, now they did beat us 5-1 to earlier in the season when they started off kind of hot. So who knows? Maybe they're gonna when we catch them hot again, we struggle. I don't know, but re- reality, I think this is gonna be a win, uh, a solid tune-up game that'll lead into what is gonna be you know a busy week and a busy rest of the month. Uh, I I think it it'll it'll still be an entertaining game. We're gonna see some skill. We're gonna get to see Rasmus Stalin. We see my boy Jeff Skinner. But I think <laughs> I think it's gonna be a Tampa Bay win pretty safely. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping sure hoping for. That's, what I'm that's hoping for short. sure. That's for sure. Uh, all right, Chase. We are gonna look at some 2022 NHL draft prospects. Hell yeah! And who are they currently being compared to? This is by Mike Morrell. So we're gonna go through this. The list is sorted by the. Um, Central Scouting Midterm Rankings. Okay. So we'll first look at North American skaters, then we'll go to the number one North American goalie, and then the number one international skater. So we only got seven to go through here. but It's only one Euro on the list, really? Yeah, there is. This is a draft that's dominated by Euros in the first round. <laughs> yeah, well, let's start with the number one North American skater, that being Shane Wright. Do you want me to tell you the comparison first, or do you want... Is it Bergeron? It is. Because that's what it should be. Okay, so I'm... 
as we go forward, do you want me to tell you the comparison or do you kind of want to like give a guess? I, I would, I'd kind of rather you tell me honestly, okay. I think, and to see if I agree or disagree with it. Okay. Um, and if I feel like I have a better one, I can give it right there. Cause <laughs> like, I, I don't, I try not too much to compare prospects uh, to like another guy just because like at the end of the day, like, yeah, they have similar playing styles, but they have completely different career paths. They could, you know, still do things like a little differently. So I try too hard not to compare, but if I can come up with a better one, then I, I want to. All right. Shane Wright, Patrice Bergeron. But that is a very clear comparison. He is going to be Patrice Bergeron that I think has a little more offensive upside. Okay. Number two ranked North American skater is Logan Cooley. Logan Cooley. His comparison is Mitchell Marner. It's interesting. Um, don't love, don't hate. I, I think, you know, he, he's that playmaking first type of guy, but I think he's got a little more two-way game, and, of course, he plays down the middle pr- prim- uh, primarily is the word I'm looking for. And I think he's going to be a center in the NHL as well. So, you know, that's fair. I, I'm It's hard comparing centers to wingers because like, you got to play the game differently. But in terms of, like, the offensive output, I can see it. Number three on the list would be Matthew Savoy. Yeah. And his biggest comparison is... Matt Barzal. Yes, I, I like that one. I was going to say either uh, a Matt Barzal or Nathan McKinnon because it's just a speed predicated speed predicated game with a lot of offensive ability and a lot of you know just high end skill. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt Barzal definitely adds up. When he was going into junior, I saw he was getting Nathan McKinnon and Sidney Crosby comparisons sometimes. Mm. I was like, that's you know, don't say Sidney Crosby. It's that that's a bit lofty. But Nathan McKinnon makes sense. Uh, and Matt Barzal, I like that one too. And the best assets for Matthew Savoy. Um, recorded by morale is his speed and his instincts. Yes. So, uh, number four would be Connor Geeky. The comparison here is Brock Nelson. Yeah, I could, I could actually see it. It's a, you know, it's stylistically, yeah. Um, what you're going to get in terms of offensive production, I think Connor Geeky has a chance to score a lot more than Brock Nelson does. But at the same time, it's kind of like how Quentin Byfield is. I, you know, he could really boom and be a great offensive producer, or he could bust and kind of be, you know, um, just kind of a guy. I, mean, I, I, you know, I, I wish if he played a little more physical, he could really be like an Eric Lindros light, mm-hmm. but he doesn't like play enough. Like but Eric Lindros was just a menace on the ice. Like that guy wasn't fair to play against for anybody. Um, so it's hard to get someone like that. But if, if he would play a little more physical and he could play an Eric Lindros style game, that would make him an absolute weapon in the NHL. But Brock Nelson is actually kind of fair. And that'd be really fun to watch, I gotta say. Uh, yes. Uh, number five and the final North American skater is Pavel Mitnikov. Yeah. His defenseman. Best comparison is the is Bobby Orr. Home player, ah, Kael Sergachev. I thought you'd say Bobby Orr because of the way that they play in, in Saginaw. The way you were pausing, I thought it was going to be something ridiculous. No. But um, I don't know. Because the, the, the way. Uh, that they play in Saginaw, I, I have close ties with that team. I, I, I kind of know their style. It, they really play like a five-man unit, kind of like the Red Wings did with the Russian five. Um, it's just five guys on the ice. You're kind of positionless. As long as everyone's filling in a space that needs to be filled, you're doing your job. And so it's hard to get a true comparison on players because he's you know he's a lot more engaged offensively. He'll be down deep in the zone for 20, 30, 40 seconds sometimes on a shift because that's just the way they play the game. So it's hard to get a comparison on a guy like him. I guess I won't, I'm, I won't go one way or the other, say I love it or hate it, you know, it's, it's another Russian. Um, I don't know if he's going to be as physically dominant as Sergachev is. You know, he's I know Sergachev isn't just like some menace mowing over people every shift, but mm-hmm. he's, you know, he, he's a strong kid who can hold his own. I don't know if uh, Minutikov, like, so, however the fuck you say it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, M- Minchikov. Um, I don't know um, if he's going to be that same level. 
I find it interesting that it seems like always when we try to compare people to other players that are already in the league or whatever, if it's a Russian, we usually try to find a Russian to compare yeah. them to. If it's a Swede, we try to f- compare them to a Swede or a Finn. You right. know, it seems like there's little groups that we always try to compare them to. So just another example here with this one. Uh, let's go with the one goalie on the list. I hate comparing goalies, but let's go. Tyler Brennan out of okay. Prince George. Uh, his comparison is Jacob Markstrom out of Calgary. I think they're kind of similar height, so I guess why not? I, I, I don't – goalies, the only way I, I can, like, compare goalies is if they play truly unorthodox and you say, oh, you, you can see that he's a Dominic Hoshik type of goalie or if he's, you know, if he's like a Jordan Bennington type of goalie where he's just – you can tell he's ridiculously, like, confident in net and, like, but can break down, you know, sometimes when things aren't going his way. Like, like those types of goalies you can compare. But just, just a solid goaltender like Jacob Markstrom – like I don't, I don't do a good job comparing goalies like that. So I'll leave it up to them on that one. <laughs> All right, and then the only international skater, the number one on Central Scouting's list, name it? is Jochen Kemmel. Jochen Kemmel. Yes, it'll 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 be Simone Namich at the end of the uh, draft process. He'll be the number one European. And Kemmel's best comparison is David Pasternak. Yeah, I can see it. It's a true goal scorer that has um, good playmaking instincts as well and is truly just an offense kind of guy. Uh, is going to score from the right wing and is going to score a lot from the right wing. I, I, I can get behind that. All right, so Chase gives a thumbs up to Mike Morale. Yeah, o- his o- comparisons. O- overall pretty good. Good. Love to see it. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, but on the other side of the commercial break, we've got news to talk about around the league, including a couple of retirements. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook for any of your sports betting needs. I'm I'm, I'm reading it. I feel bad, like kind of laughing because like it seems the type of thing that would happen to me. But listen to the story. Even this is a, it's a tweet from Aaron Brown at Rinkside on uh, Twitter. Even I know this is too much heartbreak for one night. Hashtag least forever fan, and then that's the player or person. Drove from Toronto to see AM34 break the Leafs goal record. Witnessed a loss and after. Took his plates off his car, hoping to get a signature, but missed the team bus by a few minutes with an AM34 license plate. Aww. So he drives from, from Toronto to Florida to watch the goal record be broken, hopefully get a signature, and instead witnesses an absolute collapse and Aww. no no record. Oh, poor guy. That's tough. That, he's been tough. through worse. He's a Leafs fan, but yeah, that's 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 fair. That's that's still that's a 
That's a drive. That's a commitment. That is a drive. Um, Chase, I wanted to bring this up real quick because I just got the notification from ESPN as we're on break. We're talking about, you know, chirping shouldn't be a big thing. And then we said, well, we, you know. Is there a fine or something? There's a line to cross. Uh, Not with that situation, but the AHL has suspended Rochester Americans forward Ben Holmstrom eight games for using homophobic language. Oh. And so, you know, we said during the, during our little segment there that it's okay to chirp people, but you shouldn't that, be going after yeah, that's, that's there, there's certain lines that you can cross. That's one of them. You get eight games, rightfully so. Yeah. Re, re, anything racial, anything uh, sexual, you, you just, you, right. you, you don't even bother. Yeah. Well, like, why, don't we, like, why don't we leave that out? Yeah. What, what a mess. Uh, also, before we head into the actual NHL news around the league, I remembered that the very popular tweet was going around um, let me bring it up real quick. So Michael Reelman said, we're canceling each other over food takes today. Poster cancelable food, cancelable food takes. So I, I figured we would do this. I mean, you saw mine and actually liked mine, which appreciate it. Yeah, of course uh, I, I said that spaghetti is incredibly overrated and not even a top five pasta dish. Fully believe in that. Like, it's a, it's all right. I'll eat, it, I'll eat it if I got up, but there's so many other dishes. I'm, I will never order that. Like, I'll yeah. never order it. Yeah. So you got? Do you got a, a dish that you can think of? Um, it's not a dish. I got one I can do. Um, okay. When you're talking condiments, you can just leave barbecue sauce on the shelf because it's a it's a waste of space. I think that's fair. Don't even put it on the shelf. Leave it back in storage. See, here's don't the- even storage. Stop making it. It's terrible. <laughs> um, I'm not a barbecue sauce guy in general. Like when it comes to ribs and stuff like that, dry rub. Yes. Give me dry rub. A hundred percent. So I agree with you. Beautiful. Two cancelable takes right there, but it's, not in it's our minds. Two smart takes. Exactly. There was some real wacky ones. Like one guy said that he was a big fan of ice cream and balsamic vinegar. Yes, I did see that one. That that's gross. Interesting. That's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> uh if anyone listening right now has any cancelable food takes, we'd love to hear it over at the Bolts broadcast on Twitter. So let us know there. But Chase, let's talk about some news around the league, starting off with Jack Hughes. Bright young star, no longer going to be on the ice. Yeah, he's out for the rest of the season with it. His uh, leg or any injury, can't remember which one. But uh, lower body, that sucks because he was having a hell of a season. Finally, he truly did finally break out as an NHL player. Um, analytically wise, he still is profiling as going to be a top five, top ten player in the league, like easily. Um, he he's just a special talent and. I just hope that he can get fully healthy for next season, uh, not to miss any time next year because, you know, he's already had to miss time beginning of this year, now the end of this year. I, I just want this kid to be healthy because he is truly fun to watch on the ice, and you, you just need more of him. He, he's, he's a great player to grow the game with. Yeah, it's an MCL sprain for him. Uh, super unfortunate. He was one of the young guys. Him and Trevor Zegras were the two young guys at the, um, what is it, all-star game, an all-star event that, were actually fun and worth watching. Like mm-hmm. there is a lot of guys there that just didn't care about what they were doing there. Those two were just having a great time. So you love to see it. You really hope that Jack Hughes can come back better than ever and uh, light it up next season. Uh, I think he's still U twenty one technically. So uh, if he's not, then U twenty two best U twenty two player in the league. Like mm-hmm. like safely. I'm saying just saying that right now. Safely. Safely. Have you ever heard of? Moritz Sider is the only argument. Moritz Sider and Rasmus Dahlin are the two arguments I'll take. That's it. Um, 
All right, I'm just gonna give up. <laughs> I'm just gonna give up. I was trying to think of a can't, name, couldn't. If, if you're trying to think of rookies, can't say, you know you could say Michael Bunting, but you he's 26. Remember, he, he he was alive when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Yeah, so. uh, I was just trying to come up with like a, a not great player to just meme on you. Didn't work. So what you want? Like, I'm trying to think of someone young. Like, there's, See, there's no, there's no one young. <laughs> it's hard. You if, can't if, think if, of if it. you're not a great player, you're not playing in the NHL that young. Right. So it's just, just give it up, you know, just give it up. All right, let's talk about a couple of retirements around the league, starting off with the one, the only, Ryan Getzlaff. Yeah, Ryan Getzlaff is going to retire at the end of the season. That'll make it 17 years in the NHL for him. Uh, hats off. What what a great career. A guy who is a borderline Hall of Famer. I don't know if he's for sure there, but he's someone that is pretty close. I think, you know, it's kind of like a Patrick Marlowe thing. The Hall of very good. We're like, he just needed one more accolade one way or the other to kind of get him there. Uh, so he might end up not making it, but he is definitely a talented player and did a really good job adapting himself. You know, once he started getting a little bit older, slowing down, he kind of adapted his game and turned it into a little more finesse and just true playmaking and became one of the best true playmakers in the league for quite some time. So hats off to Gitzlaff. Uh, he'll retire this year. I'm sure, you know, if he wants to, he'll have some job working in hockey as well. Yeah, I think it's a really good passing of the crown too, passing of the torch because you got these young studs that have come in, really shown up on the scene this year. Gets left now, able to take a step aside or step down, you know. I just, I wonder if they're going to name a captain next year. Um, I'm not a big fan of NHL teams not having captains. If there's no one who's a true leader, that's fine. But, like, you're in the NHL, there should be at least someone in your roster that is a true leader. So, mm-hmm. I wonder who it's going to be. I wonder if, um, you know, my gut's telling me Cam Fowler, if he's going to stick around, is going to be that guy. I, I just, I don't know if, if it's going to end up on, you know, like a Trevor Zegers or, or uh, Sonny Milano or... A Maxine Comp, like a, a random younger player. I don't know if it's going to end one of those guys' jerseys. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Let's not talk about Marion Hosa. He's retiring after signing a one day contract with the Chicago Blackhawks. Hosa, a guy who has, has seen quite a few teams in the NHL, he decides yes. that Chicago was his one true home. Well, it's the place that finally got him cups and got him yeah. three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, after double double heartbreak in, uh, in the back to back Pittsburgh Detroit finals. Yep. Uh, he gets three in Chicago, and he. This is a guy that is a lock and loaded Hall of Famer for me. I don't. I don't think there's any debate talent wise. He certainly is one of the best to ever play the game. Just sucks it was kind of cut short that he couldn't mm-hmm. keep playing because of his skin condition. Because he still had some good years left in him. But you know, at least he gets to retire as a Blackhawk, which is what he wants to do. Apparently, I, you know, hopefully we can see Marion Hosa around. Don't know what he might be doing, but hopefully we can see him around more in the hockey ranks and stuff. Yeah, really good career. Let's now. Finally, talk about Helsinki Jokerit, uh, no longer a part of the KHL. Yeah, so this became official. We talked about it um, when it first kind of happened, maybe four or five weeks ago, that, that them and um, Dynamo Riga were going to be pulling out, of course, um, so it was the Ukrainian team out of the KHL. But now it is official. They said they will um, announce what their next step is as soon as they get everything figured out. I'm just assuming they're going back to the Finnish league. I, I don't know what else they would do. You, you know, you could say maybe they go to the Swedish league. It's a little bit better of a league, in my opinion. But I just assume they're going to go back to the Finnish league. They'll be the best team there, as they have been for, you know, all those years before leaving for the KHL. Do you know when they left for the KHL? Because I feel like back playing NHL 14, they were in Finland. It was, I, I want to say it was the 2015-16 season. Okay. That, that's what sounds right to me. I could be wrong. Don't hold me to it. But that's what sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's just, let's just find out why, like, why, why not? Doesn't that sound fun? Sure. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're going to pull up Helsinki Okrit on elite prospects. Maybe, uh, maybe if it wants to find it here, by the way, this is like, 
they're 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 newer jerseys. They're a little bit dark, not as big a fan of. But their old jerseys were like my favorite like jerseys ever. Like I loved them so much. So 2014-2015 was their first season in the KHL. Okay. So I was a year off, but they've been a pretty dominant team. Uh, you know, a playoff team every single year. Uh, we're on track to do that again this year. Ended up pulling out, and we're, I'm sure we'll see them in Finland next year. Yeah, and I remember the logo. In the NHL games, I so. love the logo. It's nice to see him back. I love the logo. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, I love the logo. I'm not a huge fan of red, yellow, and white as a color combination. I love but this logo. The logo is really Michael, good. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, all right, let's finish it off with hockey name of the day. We've got Benjamin Klopfenstein. Yeah, how about that? I, was I like, like that name. I was like, shoot, I didn't find a name today. I opened up Lead Prospects, and it says, recently added. And it was just this kid. I was like, ooh, that's a kind of cool name. A long one, too. Yeah, so so I figured, why not? So Benjamin Kluffenstein is a American goalie who plays for Leo High in Indiana. Uh, two games played and 9-4-1 goals against. That's everything that I know about the kid. Mm. Anytime I see Stein at the end, I always think Frankenstein. I don't know why. Maybe it's the uh, horror movie buff in me, but always straight to Frankenstein. Weird. Yeah, do you do you think like William Steinberger? I don't think anything. Oh, okay. You just take the name at face value, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Weird take by Chase. What can I say? All right. Well, that's gonna do it for the Bolts broadcast. I'm sure you absolutely loved it because Chase and I a little bit more chemistry when we can see each other's ugly mugs. But uh, that's gonna do it. You know? No. Can you ask me? No. I'm just gonna stare at you until you do it. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> As always, that was, ter- that was terrible podcasting right there. Yeah, Poor I got to say it was. But anyways, appreciate you guys listening. Fun Sharks on Patreon supporters over there. I'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While you're at it, follow WMP on Twitter, WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. Episodes are releasing finally again after a little bit of Woo! time off. So that's kind of neat. Um, you know, make sure to go to hockeypodcastnetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts and network right there. Boom. You can click the logos. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, wherever listening, if you rate us five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. We really appreciate it. Whatever you do, turn off your T's code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.